The promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible, citizen-centric government? Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician. And she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and postpartisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, here's your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. Welcome to the Reimagine America Radio Hour. I'm a businesswoman, not a politician. I solve problems. I don't make them. If you're listening in Texas, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, Alaska, or any other place, there's an oil well pumping. I've come to solve the problem. You're going to sleep well this weekend because we're still going to be pumping oil in 2050. It'll be in different amounts for different purposes, but we're still going to be pumping oil. The James Wood, I mean the famous so-called conservative, called me clueless on Twitter last night. Well, I think that's really a compliment, James, because it's you who seem unable to understand that equating the success of electric cars with the elimination of oil and gas production is ridiculous. It's neither true nor is it novel. You know who agrees with Joe Biden and moi that we need to transition away from petroleum as the primary way to fuel our cars and heat our homes? I can think of a Texas wildcatting oil man who also owned a Texas baseball team. Nah, not the one that cheats. And then he governed Texas before being the 43rd president of the United States. And he still calls Dallas, Texas home, as well as the ranch. Yep, way back in 2001, the George Bush, early in in his administration, put out an advanced energy plan that embraced the need to reduce both our dependence on foreign oil and our dependence on oil to fuel our cars and heat our homes and cool our homes. He repeated that forecast in his, 20, in his 2006 State of the Union message. Now, he did that partly because of the morass we were in in the Middle East, and he was forecasting the end of the need to import oil from the Middle East by 2025. But he also did it because he recognized the science of climate change was something that needed to be tackled with urgency and immediacy. And you know, over those 20 years, we've done a pretty good job of reducing our carbon footprint vis-a-vis the rest of the world. In 2001, we were 25% of the world's total emissions. Today, we're about 15.5%. And you know what? We made that reduction of about a third of our total emissions in a relatively painless way. What we did was we combined more renewable energy production with high emission and mileage standards for our vehicles, and more carbon sequestration from the major polluting industries, and hasn't really had at all a negative impact on our economy. One of the things that stimulates our economy is a whole bunch of research and, and development and advanced technology in the petroleum industry itself. Because they're not blind to the reality. They understand that climate change is real 
and they have a role to play in it, they also understand the changing tastes and demands of their consumer. Because both climate change and changing consumer demand patterns are a risk to their current business. And you know what they know? They know that transformation is better than elimination. Think about Kodak for an example of a company that didn't for, forecast change in their industry and got eliminated. So you see, they know because the transformation of our petroleum industry is coming. That was a Bidenism at last night's debate. But in fact, it's been underway for decades already. Just ask BP, British Petroleum. It's just a matter of time before British Petroleum starts generating wind-driven electricity from the platforms it has in the North Sea and in the Caribbean Sea instead of pumping oil. Or in fact, in addition to pumping oil, the transformation begins with ceasing to treat petroleum and gasoline as synonyms because they aren't one and the same. Yes, there will be more electric-powered cars in our future, whether it's by lithium battery or hydrogen or technologies that we don't yet understand, even if we've barely imagined them. But electric cars will evolve their market share over the next 20 to 30 years, but not in the next four years. Last year's electric vehicles were less than 5% of the total U.S. market. And every electric car that is a trade-up from a gasoline-powered vehicle does, in fact, result in a net decrease in the demand for gasoline. But what it doesn't do is create any sort of decrease in demand for roads and bridges. And you know what roads are made of? Asphalt. You know what asphalt is made of? It's a mixture of a petroleum-based tar with gravel. And yes, yes, asphalt is a dilemma in the climate change equation. It's one we gotta solve, but for the moment, it's a necessity. And I digress. But electric and even hybrid vehicles require more and more plastic parts to manage the physics of performance. And do you know what plastic is made of? Plastic is a petrochem. It's made from petroleum. The more plastic we use, the more oil barrels of oil are consumed. So you see, it's not yet time for panic. And in this year of the COVID-19 pandemic, you know that N95 mask you covet? You know what it's made from? Extruded plastics. And you know what those extruded plastics are made from? Petroleum. Synthetic fire, uh, fibers come from petroleum. Many of the fertilizers that make American farmers second to none in the world come from petroleum. And so do dyes, detergent, fabrics, a myriad of other products that our households depend on every day. Heck, even the tires for those electric cars are made of mostly synthetic rubber, which is, yes, you guessed it, a petroleum product. 
So if you're planning to major in petroleum or chemical engineering in college, or you did so in the last decade, don't worry. There will be a robust global industry for you to participate in, even if we could achieve gasoline independence by 2050, which given the average age of vehicles on the road today, does not appear likely. But it's a goal to aspire to. Thanks for listening to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. You can learn more at reimagineamerica.org. Got a comment or an idea for a future show? Email Joyce at reimagineamerica.org or find her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy or at Reimagine Radio. Take a minute now and go to reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you love the podcast, donate and tell others. You can invite Joyce to speak at your next meeting or conference through reimagineamerica.org. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast at ricochet.com or c-sweetnetwork.com. That's c-sweetnetwork.com. Together, we really can reimagine America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.